Are you winking at me, Hedia? <laughs> Hello, my friends. This is Eddie and Hedia coming to you live from your Belinda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth, whether it is through Bible resources, pastors you um, may not know or who who you love, worship bands, books to peruse, uh, past articles, or past podcast episodes, whatever it may be. Hopefully you'll find something of interest. We ask that you visit the website, drop us a line. I actually got an email comment about another mother distressed about her son turning to Islam. Oh no. And so I asked for her to call me next week. So hmm. talk about it. But yeah, so those are the kinds of uh, messages we get all the time asking for resources and um, advice for how to talk to children that are either approaching or interested in Islam or have actually converted already. Uh, so whatever we can do to help, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And if you care to partner with this ministry, you can click the donate now button. Some of these kids that are listening to these professors telling them that they need to go out and protest for uh, the Palestinians mm. are going to be shocked at what happens to them when they get into Islam <laughs> with some of their belief systems of, of there's 50 different genders yeah. uh, along with everything else. They don't get it. No. And make sure that you comment to let us know what you think about the devotional and um, share it out with your with your friends, as Hedia said. What? Sure, is very colorful. What does this yes. mean? March is my birthday. 1962 is the year I was born. And then down here it says, limited edition, 62 years of being awesome. Oh, it just reminds me of like a Bob Marley. I'm not 62 yet. I'm not, I'm not going to be 62 until March. Yeah. It is kind of like Bob Marley-ish. But you'll see when Lisa comes on, she has the same thing for her little logo. Yeah, what is it from? Facebook. Oh, I buy stuff from Facebook once in a while. I know, but what does it mean? Like, what, what what is it made for? For those of us that have been born in March 1962. <laughs> no. Yeah. Is it something significant that happened? Bob Marley, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I just liked it. Oh, I didn't ask any questions. You didn't. Okay. You know what? You ask a lot of questions that I don't I, ask. I do. I, I think is that a woman thing or a hedia thing? I think it's both. <laughs> it's an occupational hazard. Okay, back to what I was saying. Make sure and comment to let us know. <laughs> let everybody know about what you think about my shirt. <laughs> That's good too. And if it makes sense to you without the entire explanation. <laughs> it doesn't. I just don't understand why your shirt says March 1962 with all these colors. I just don't get it. No. <laughs> but comment, comment, comment. We need your comments and say hi and tell us where you're watching from. Um, make sure and check out our sponsors. You go down in the description, you'll see some. Uh, and the uh, one here is LifeWise, which is a great product. This is for inflammation. I'm gonna I'm gonna take two uh, because the I want to show you. Yeah, you see, there's these little tiny pills, and you take two of these bad boys. Well, you know, that's and you're not a good display of that of LifeWise because most of them are tabs. Yes, most of them are tabs, but not these. Yeah. This is the only one that is not a tab. Yes. And so I'm going to take these in a minute, and I'm not finished with my talk. Should I talk like this? No. <laughs> so. <Okay. laughs> wow. What was all that about? <laughs> just, cha was, just changing it up. That was weird. <laughs> that was really weird. <laughs> I don't know probably, how I feel about that. I, I can now do deep knee bends. I can do things that I was on crutches like how long ago? Maybe a, a month and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, just because of pain, not because 
that I broke it again or anything. Oh, I feel bad. I just breathe really heavy into the mic. And they told me to stop doing that. Stop breathing into the mic. You know, this this beginning is going way too long. Go to StreamYard also. Go to getstreamyard.now to try it out and see if you want to produce one of your own shows, which is very simple. <laughs> it's the just... sim simplest thing you can do. Just don't get on the... Um, the uh, don't uh, say it. The, the on a network where the producers <laughs> bug you every day about your sound, but you uh, suck. <laughs> and make sure but that we you love them. Open up your Bibles to First Corinthians two, twelve through sixteen. First Corinthians two twelve through sixteen. That's where we will be reading uh, a little bit deeper into the uh, part of the Bible that A. W. Tozier is referencing. All right. I saw my son Kelly's lacrosse team. You can click on that too and donate some money. Uh, just click on that. It's called Fan Angel. All right. We're reading from Tozier for the Christian Leader, Schnoot. Okay. Yeah. I got to sure. take these pills because these pills are... Are they floating in your mouth? No, they're a little wet in my hand. Oh. And they're going to dissolve. <laughs> so that just one second. Like just one second. Talk to the fans. Okay. The need for illumination. First Corinthians two fourteen. Yes, <clears throat> and it starts and with. Andy's really good at the old English, so yes. prepare. Oh yeah, I'm amazing. First Corinthians two fourteen, that says, "But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him; neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned." Hmm. Why are you laugh at me? I was. I actually was laughing at my swollen eye. Oh, <laughs> we got a lot going on. A lot going on today. A.W. says the talk, the doctrine of the of the inability of the human mind and the need for divine illumination is so fully developed in the New Testament that it is nothing short of astonishing that we should have gone so far astray about the whole thing. Everywhere among conservatives, we find persons who are Bible taught, but not spiritual taught. They receive truth to be something which they can grasp and with the mind, well, sorry, they conceive truth to be something to which they can grasp with the mind. If a man holds to the fundamentals of the Christian faith, he is thought to possess divine truth, but it does not follow. Mm -hmm. There is no truth apart from the spirit. The most brilliant intellect may be an oh the most brilliant intellect may be imbecilic when confronted with the mysteries of god for a man to understand revealed truth requires an act of god equal to the original act which inspired the text conservative christians is this in this day are stumbling over this truth we need to re-examine the whole thing we need to learn that truth consists not in correct doctrine but in correct doctrine, plus the inward enlightenment of the Holy Spirit. We must declare again the mystery of wisdom from above. A repreachment of this virtual truth could result in a fresh <laughs> breath from God upon a stale and suffocating orthodoxy. Lord, help me to heed this reminder that even your inspired text is not alive until the Holy Spirit takes it and enlightens the recipients. May the Holy Spirit indeed take what I teach and embed it in the hearts and minds of my hearers. Amen. Amen. Very good. <laughs> I like this. Can we repeat this? Yes. The most brilliant intellect may be imbecilic when confronted with the mysteries of God. For a man 
to understand revealed truth requires an act of God equal to the original act which created the inspired text in the first place. Is that because if we read this from a world point of view, we will get it all wrong or the, the preacher could get it all wrong. Right. Um, Head knowledge. And then like today with our message from our pastor, Bob, uh, over at uh, Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim, he, he tells us things that we really did not think of in, in how the world, like world, not world events, but earth events, like storms and earthquakes and things like that are what the Bible means by those things. Is that the, what he's talking about? Well, right. Well, so having wisdom of the Bible re requires inspiration of the Holy spirit. Hmm. So a teacher and, and I, and that's exactly what I was thinking about is that you go sometimes to church and nowadays, especially with logo software and all of these other resources, anybody can create a sermon. Yes. Um, and you literally don't have to believe a word of it, and you don't even have to know it. So you can look up preach a sermon on Matthew ten, and you can find a whole bunch of resources online to do that. You could use AI to do it. That's true. You know, so <laughs> nowadays true. you have to really be discerning when you listen to somebody and be like, and this is another thing Pastor Bob said today. Does this preacher reflect the character of the words he's saying? So. It's not just the words that are coming out of his mouth or even the, just the, the biblical words that are coming out. So you say, oh, well, it's the Bible. Yeah. Okay. First stop. It is the Bible. If that's good, that's a great starting point. But does his character reflect somebody who's living the words in that Bible? Right. And also understanding, like I was saying before, the, the symbolism behind certain things, because you could go down a whole trail thinking you're on the right track when you're not thinking biblically or you're not thinking as God wants you to think. Sure. Because he didn't, the Holy Spirit didn't give you the knowledge that you needed to be able to understand what he meant by, you know, one of the things was reefs, you know, running into a reef. Like, oh, they must be talking about a ship on the ocean running into a reef. And that's not, that's not what they're talking about. They're like, a, like, like a disaster because you are not following the word of God. Well, using the analogies of yeah. a reef. Right. Um, and so his sermon today, he said that uh, the God often uses analogies related to the ocean and wilderness to teach men something in the Bible. And that just that that generalization was a light bulb moment for me. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow, yes. The references to the ocean, to the wind, to the clouds that have no rain, to the reef, all of these uh, symbols mm. of things that could, it's from Jude, uh, uh, things that could go wrong with false teachers, with corrupt people in the church. Right. And it's a, yeah, it's very important to make sure that the person you are listening to um, is not a false oh teacher. Gosh. It's good character. Yeah, and one of the other times that I cried while watching The Chosen and I know we have controversy with the chosen, but I'm just telling you, is uh, the 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 scene that they replayed from I think it's season three, but it's in it's in season four of Jesus walking on the ocean and, and encouraging Peter to come out, and Peter's scared, right? And then he takes a couple steps and then sinks. That that hits me whole uh, entirely different because of uh, something that I was able to talk about in our home church one day, and 
how the understanding of what that all means about having faith, having the faith in Jesus Christ, right. that you would take that step out onto the ocean. I mean, it's, it's just having the Holy Spirit speak to you in a way that, that really hits me like that is me. P Peter is me. Yeah. Or, or you know, it was, it was Simon the, then, that, but that's the stuff that the Holy Spirit yeah. makes alive. Yeah, instead of reading on the on the book of the story of this man, you know, you know, reaching out to God, you know, on the ocean, they go, he's so stupid that he's gonna walk out there. And he, of course he's gonna sink. And then we could just leave it at that. But no, it's more than that. Yeah, it's really trusting in God as he's telling you to take that step. And then you lose your faith in the middle of it because the storm's still there, the storm of your life, the storm of the disaster you've made of your life. Mm -hmm. um, and that, but you still got to continue through that storm. Yes. Uh, and continue to have faith, even though the wind's blowing, the waves are hitting you in the face. And don't panic. Continue to believe. Continue to trust Amen. in who is calling you out into that ocean. Yes. And, uh, and then you won't sink. But Peter did yeah. because he lost faith right in the middle of it. In the middle. <laughs> But there was Jesus to reach out. Amen. Reach out to him. Oh, that's so good. Um, you want to read the scripture really quick or let's let's hold off on the comments because there's a lot. So don't you want to do that first? We can right really? now? Okay, let's do it. All right. You're in control. Is this boys' night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought of boys' night. Oh, I don't wow. Know. Okay. Hi, Carrie and Kelly. Hello, Iris is asking if it's stormy and heavy rain. Yes, yes, very much so. And Kelly's saying, my husband will be 62 in March also. Oh, wow, what a yes. coincidence. Go get one of these shirts. And Kareen said, he, yeah, he just liked it. Uh, <laughs> Kelly loves the shirt. Oh. Thank you. Andy, overboard on March, but love you anyways. <laughs> yeah, well, just wait. Wait till, it's, wait till it's actually March. Yeah, wait till it's March. It, it goes Every on day. and on. Every yeah. day is my birthday. Uh, Iris just got radiance and started today. Nice. Nice. Radiance I've actually really noticed. I, I mean, I'm not kidding because of the filter. I don't even have it on my face, but I've noticed because I, a picture popped up or a video popped up. I was watching myself for just like a split second and I smiled and I go, wow, look at all those wrinkles. And then I went and looked in the mirror and it's, they're not nearly as deep and not as pronounced as they were before. Mm. You can't see that. <laughs> I don't know. You always look fabulous to me. So I didn't notice <laughs> No, but if you go back and look a year ago and a video pops up or something like that, I, oh. I'd notice a difference. Wow. Yeah, which is rare. I mean, uh, quite often you don't notice those differences in yourself. Yeah. More other people in Nintendo, but I go, whoa, my gosh. Uh, Corinne likes to think we're on a roll tonight. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't know what happened with our beginning. Hey, guys, what a surprise. Hi, Mariama. Mariama, hello. Nice to see you, my dear. Nice to see you. And is this boys' night? No, no, don't get that, Carrie. Yeah. Uh, the teaching hits home because till Pastor Jack, I had head knowledge, but missing the spirit leading. Mm, amen. Yes, amen. So true. Kelly agrees with that. Yeah. Greetings from Yvonne. Hello. Nice to see you. Asking God to reclaim the time. Amen. Mm. I'm Kelly saying I've missed a lot tonight. Did you? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't so. think so. I don't think you missed anything. Yeah. <laughs> And Iris is saying, didn't Peter take his eyes off of Jesus when he walked on water? Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yep. And Yvonne saying hello to Spirit Wind View. <laughs> yes. We were speaking language when we were talking about storms. Spirit Wind. Yes. 
<laughs> okay, sorry. All right, First uh, Corinthians uh, 2, 12 through 16. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught to us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit-taught words. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments for who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Mm. It's like a secret language between believers. Yeah. You know, that's what and it's this... more than Christianese, right? Christianese. Oh just yeah. Simply... No, this is, this is a, uh, having ears to hear and eyes to see. I don't even know how to explain it to some people, especially if they're not believers or, um, I don't even know how to describe it. I, Coming, I was trying to explain to a good friend of mine that was also visiting from Chino Hills. And I, I was telling her, I said that Pastor Bob speaks a lot to um, this flock about, are you saved? Are you really saved? Do you know that you're saved? Are you truly spirit filled? Do not walk around this life thinking you're saved thinking you bought the fire insurance and finding a rude awakening that you did not receive the spirit. And so I feel like every message of his is sprinkled with the idea of look test. So this is not just a test of false teachers on the outside, test yourself. Are there fruits in your character? Is there fruit from your walk? Are you drawn to being more Christ-like? Are you pursuing holiness? Like these constant nudgings that he does, mm. right? Um, and I think that's super fascinating in light of the community that we live in. And I don't know what got me on this subject. Oh, the secret language is that where when you talk to somebody about um, some of the teaching of Christ, you could see this blank look on their face, this like blank expression where they're just not like not understanding what you're saying. And you're kind of like, huh? So is it because you don't have the spirit to interpret it or um, you're just not that place in your walk? Sorry, that didn't come out very clear. I know what you're saying, what you, you know want what to saying? say. Okay. You want to rephrase it? I don't know if I can rephrase it, but while you were saying that it hit me. Oh, Carrie's something, good saying no words to explain. So yeah, something else hit me. Oh, okay. For these, these, uh, you know, the early years, my my twenty years of walking uh, as a Christian in name only, um, I went to a church where, strangely enough, as involved involved as I was, I felt somewhat of an outsider. Like I, I kind of knew the truth that I didn't belong. You, you hadn't fully drank the Kool Aid. Right. I, I you were an imposter. I, Yes. Like I, even though I, I spent a lot of time there, I even trained police dogs there constantly. Like I was there all the time at the church it, on days when there Look wasn't like church. a duck. Yeah. I was it? Yeah. Quack like a duck, but there was this little bit of feeling like, you know what? I really don't belong here. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And then I go to Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, Chino Hills. First, first I repent and ask for God's forgiveness. And then Jesus visits me. And then I ended up in Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, where almost immediately I felt like I was in the right place. Like I fit in, like I felt like I belonged. Interesting. And then it got stronger and it became my home. And, and then from that point on, we go to um, Scottsdale, Arizona, to Trinity Church, where Mark Driscoll is. And I walked in. I felt like I, I was at home. Like home. Yeah. Because I was with my people. My peeps. And then we go to, um, we end up in Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim. We visit a couple of the church, Mariamas. Uh, walked in that I felt at home. Of course, she makes you feel at home. Right. And so does Ken, her husband, um, and the food there and all the other people. But I think that's it for me. Kind of, I don't know if that's exactly what you're saying, but we it's like we speak the same language. Yeah. It's like it's like being in another country where we're like Russia, uh, in, in, in the Slovak Republic, where they told me a lot of people speak English, but they won't speak English because they don't want they want you to believe they don't you don't they don't understand you. Like they want you to feel uncomfortable in their country. <laughs> Um, and then you come home to America and you go, oh, thank God I'm back in America. I feel at home. Right. But as a Christian, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you truly are with your people, you you, you can go from church to church and walk in and feel yeah, like so you're true. with your, who you're supposed to be with and, and just start and talking. Is the, well, is the opposite true, too? That. Like Where, if I went into a Mormon church? Yeah. Which I have, and I felt completely out of place. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Where you're kind of like, <laughs> it just feels a little creepy. Yeah. Uh, like, I did a lot of training in Scientology. I had a, Scientology was a client of mine. I trained their bomb dogs. Right. And uh, I, it, it was always very odd. I felt a, a thickness of, of not belonging and kind of like I was a spy too. Oh, but yeah. Did that make sense? What I just said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, Kareen said, I can't believe you just said what I was thinking and think a lot. Am I really saved? Do I completely trust? Scary. Mm. That is really profound, Kareen. Yeah. And it's such an important question to ask ourselves because we should have absolute certainty. Like there should be absolutely no doubt. And if there is, um, we need to reconcile that. We we really need to come to Christ. and And I think that's um, the way Andy describes his story, uh, which is that at some point you were faced with the realization, wait a minute, I don't think I'm actually safe. Like, I don't think I've, I've done all the steps here. Right. You know what I mean? And when you did, it was life changing mm. at that point. Can, you tell, can I tell you something else? Can I confess something about this is just about me. It's not about us like I did yesterday. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was at Mariner's Church as a, you know, I, I say I say this because I was there mostly because of my expertise in security and started their security ministry from scratch and spent a lot of time there. But I can't really say necessarily that I was a congregant. I'd sit there and listen to the message because I had to because I was guarding everybody. Sure. Um, but a lot of people do that right now. But you know where I got baptized? In water? Mariner's Church. Oh, well, you've always wanted to redo that, right? I was wondering, should I, I felt, I feel like maybe I should redo that. I mean, I I mean, is that necessary or is it, is it for me? I don't think it's necessary unless you feel it is. I mean, you know, you're filled with the spirit. It's an outward expression to the world 
that you are a follower of Christ. So you've done that. But yeah. there's some people, some people have a very, um, I don't know, the special issues with who baptizes them and where and how. I feel like I want to go talk to Pastor Jack and say, listen, I want to do this. And I want to do it at Pirate's Cove. And I want you to do it. You and this how, is why. You know how and I, say, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how many people ask him. I have a cell phone number and I'm going to text him. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say, sure, listen. I'm sure he'll tell you to come down next blank yeah, and come yeah, get baptized. Yeah, but I want him to do it. Yeah, well, there's, there's five people in the water. Are you going to just wave and say, Pastor Jack, it's dandy. It's dandy. But I want his permission. I, want, I say, listen, I did this before. And I and I want to know if I'm feeling like I just feel like I need to do it again. You like like I, I I got dirty after that that well, time at Mariner's Church. In, what do you all think? No. Do you think I should do it again? My reasoning for why you should do it is because you were baptized before you got filled with the Spirit. Right. So I think you need to redo the baptism so that it follows the proper chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just think that's why you should redo it. <laughs> yeah, I, they baptized me there at Mariners in the water, you know, and I get up and I go, they said, you're still as dirty as you were when monkey you went in. in monkey yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's, most people come out clean. You came out actually dirtier. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Kareen says, do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave Bostick. Hey, Dave Bostick. Hi, Dave. Nice to see you. I was recaptured with my wife. <laughs> what does recaptured mean? Does that mean you can rebaptize yourself? Or she captured um, you? Yeah. Uh, Carrie's saying baptism doesn't save. You're expressing your faith every day. Yes, for uh, sure. Baptism doesn't save. But I think there's yeah. something to him. Getting them in the right chronological order. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like I said, I think it's just for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Oops. Sorry, I clicked on the thing. Yeah. Oh, Dave says. Oh, she was sprinkled previously and wanted to be baptized. Oh. Uh, yeah. It must be from Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. Because Pastor Jack says you were just sprinkled. <laughs> and and same thing for you. You wasn't a Catholic sprinkling. You probably got that too. I did. When but, I was a baby. But he tells people also you may have just been dumped. You in just water. got wet. You just got wet. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you did at Mariners. You just got yes. wet. Yeah. Isn't it funny that it was Mariners too? The name that I got wet. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe the, what does it mean, Mariners? Hey, Dave, uh, the Tucson PD retired. Nice. I spent a lot of time. I competed a lot in canine competitions there at Tucson PD. What's at Tucson? The, uh, oh, at the uh, Air Force Base in Tucson, Arizona. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, are you still living in Arizona, Dave? Do you, have you ever ventured over to Mark Driscoll's church over at uh, Trinity Church? Yes. That's uh, powerful. Go there on Wednesdays, men's night. <laughs> It's, oh, he was on fire. Uh, somebody asked fire. if I if I heard uh, if we heard Mark's message from yesterday today. He does Saturday and Sunday. Have you heard it yet? No, worship leader. No, I, I we we listened to it last night, but oh. I, I don't think we made it thirty seconds in. No, so. I heard. Well, you're at the right place here, Trinity, Trinity, Trinity and then Mark's voice, even though he yells, some for some reason puts us to sleep. I mean, at night, not in the middle of the day, or not while we're driving, but. We, uh, we like to put pastors on before we sleep, and that way pastors speak to us in our sleep <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Yeah, that's how we study, in our sleep. 
That's a joke. Dave says he's still in Tucson and he watches Mark's stuff all the time. Yeah, he's amazing. I love him. Um, I said it's such an interesting point that I just. See, this is how the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Yeah. Is through Random these messages, thoughts. the devotionals. And this is why if you're not in a regular devotional, not just, I mean, you could just listen to us when we come on, but we're not on every day, but you need to be in the, in the word every day, because these are the things that kind of come to you through the Holy Spirit. I've been reading the Bible every day now through the one year Bible that uh, pastor Jack uh, uh, recommends. Pastor Rich was talking about that today. And um, man, I've, it's just been so fantastic. It's been fantastic reading the Bible every morning. It is, I know, I know you guys say you're 62, <laughs> almost 62, and you're just now reading the Bible. Yes. Barely You've been a Christian never. for 20, uh, you know, 30 years. Um, if you don't know my story, it, it's only been in the last four or five years, but um, it has been pretty amazing reading the, I love that. reading the scripture every day. I love that. Uh, but it's been good. Really good for me. So Iris says, I felt like you, Andy. I was yeah. baptized close to 20 years ago when I attended a Seventh-day Adventist. Oh. After leaving that church, I came to Calvary Chapel. I've often wondered if I should get baptized again. Mm. Do it, Iris. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I want to tell you even, even more. What? There's times when they do an altar call that I feel like I need to go up there. I know. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. What? The? I, I, I know. I know. Please don't ever do that. I know. I, I thought <laughs> maybe if I go up looking like looking awkward. like I'm supporting somebody, <laughs> I, uh, but Jesus and I know that I'm up there. No, isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, well, but I'll tell you. Okay. Well, let's see what your motive is because I want to go up there just to just to give my life to Christ again. And I actually know of people and churches that do that regularly. Um, mm. Pastor Jack's made fun of it. But I yeah. know people feel like they want to renew their vows. Is yeah, I would never do vows? it. At, I would never do it at Chino Hills <laughs> because we've done far too many things at Chino Hills. <laughs> and they go, That's a and they go, like, they will go, you sit down, please? Go, because you're making me look bad. Yeah, wait. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> oh God, you've been on our. You've been on my podcast. <laughs> I've been on your podcast, and and, oh, you're, and goodness, now you're what? What were you before? <laughs> that was seriously funny. <laughs> no, but I think that there's this. There's this sense of, uh, Corrine made a comment that's, <laughs> you're shocking me, Corrine, uh, that you, that you just want to go up there because you just want to renew your vows to the Lord, like offer yourself again as a living sacrifice. Like I stand at the altar, Lord, um, and I, and I want to confess my sins. I want to be renewed. I want a fresh filling. I want to, um, receive you unto me again. It's like yeah. you just want to do it again. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's with more understanding. You know what I mean? It, it's a, it's when I I now that I have more understanding, it's like oh, I I just I just want to I just want to do it again. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I don't get know it. I'm doing I my totally hands. Like, I don't it. know why I'm doing my hands like this. Uh. <laughs> uh, Kareen says I have never read the Bible. Not one sentence. My love, Corrine. But she said that's not it's true. It's not true. Tried. I've tried. I can't do it for some reason. Do the one year Bible. It's uh it took me probably three yeah. days um to really kind of get into the to the it's like anything else. And it took me three years to convince him. Yeah. So it's it's worth the uh yeah, I mean, Kareen. It, it's so much better because I ever read the Bible it, it, like jumping from book to book, only reading a couple of verses here and there, and it's 
pot. I mean, I'm sure I've not read the entire thing in it. I read it in its entirety. Um, so this will be the first time that I've read it in its entirety. Yeah. And I mean, um, I was mentioning the other day, Corrine, you went on that, a um, a new friend of mine was mentioning that she's also having a hard time picking it up. And I told her, I said, you know, that may just be enemies, our flesh, um, the big enemy and just it, it, the distractions of this world. So the world, flesh and Satan. So try to come at it another way uh, so that the spirit can help you. So um, whether it's turning on worship music, playing the Bible app, listening to a sermon, basically get the Bible and the Holy Spirit into you, closer to you, so that you could pick up a Bible and read it. Um, whatever you can do to get there, just um, step on the path. Yeah, reading the one-year Bible that uh, Pastor Jack recommended, that's the, again, that's the one I'm using right now, is that it's really, I think it's like 20 minutes of reading. And that's probably long because I I read yeah, I, in, I in, in the... twelve in the new King James. Yeah, it is new King James, right? Uh, new King James. And then I read it again in the other version. What's that called? I, I told you before. It's the, it's the version that's more in English. NASB. No, no, no. Uh, message. Message. Uh, it's more in like daily language. So I read it because there's sometimes, even though I've read it, like I because I'll read it four or five times to truly try to get it, the meat of it. And then I have to go to the message to try to understand it better. And I go back and forth. So it's about 25, 30 minutes when I, because I do it that way, but it, it's, you can read it in 10, 15 minutes daily. Yes. But give it some thought. I, I, and I, that's one thing that I, I work at too, is I just don't read it and say, I did it and I leave. I read it and I, but, and I, and I want to understand it. I want to know more. And so I kind of just kind of research a little bit, but that comes with a little bit of time. But, um, <laughs> like anything else, I, I just say give things like thirty days, uh, and don't quit. And, and also, if you if you if you forget or you don't do it, just get back on the horse. I think that we the the greatest threat to our progress is we make perfection the enemy of good, and so we feel like it's like a diet. If we don't do it every day, or if we fail, then we just stop. Uh, and I think with faith in our walk, the, it's so important to just keep falling as the Lord says, the believer falls is it 77 times and gets back up again. So we, we will consistently fall. The trick is just getting back up again yep. and trying again. Green says she does the audio and you do the audio. Great. Yeah. Great. That's a great beginning until, um, God willing, we're going to pray for that, Corrine, that, uh, the Holy Spirit makes it easier. And if you um, don't believe that you're saved and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord, as your Lord and Savior, then I really do suggest that you do an altar call at one of the church at one of the churches. Is it bad to recommend her reading the message version? Oh no, absolutely. Because the message version is really easy reading. It's like reading a a comic book. <laughs> It's bad to say. It's, <laughs> okay, it's just thanks. it's just easier to read. Uh no, okay. So Carrie's like, is it uh Frank Christ again oh. to go to the altar and repent again? If not repentance and a display, not judging, just understanding. Yeah. We definitely are not recommending going to an altar call every day. No. 
um, by any stretch of imagination. That is absolutely not what we're saying. We're just saying we have felt the urge and we did not do it, felt the urge to go up and, um, and that, that urge stemming from, I have been a sinner. I repent again. I want to purify again. I want a fresh filling. So not saying that we don't accept what he did the first time, but just this, this feeling of just wanting to recommit. Yep. Wanting to recommit. I think is the best way to put it. Uh, Iris says, I have a friend that is unable to read the Bible. So I told her she can listen to a Bible app and they actually read the Bible to you. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Corrine says, I read it and skip words and then get frustrated. I'm really sorry to hear that. We're definitely going to pray for that. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah. Because, because of the way that it's written. I mean, it, it just kind of like, that's not how I, that's not how I speak in my head. Yes. Right? And that's why Andy's advice to read the message is really um, probably going to be super helpful too. Because yep. that's in regular English. Uh, Kathy says, many Christians go to the altar to kneel and pray for others to stand in intercession during an altar call or go and kneel and pray for those not yet at the altar of salvation. Amen. Amen. There is that too. And there at this last service, uh, Pastor Josh, our youth pastor, um, led this week before Pastor Bob returned this week. And it was so hard for me not to go up to that altar call. Like I literally wanted to go in that spirit, Kathy, as an intercessor. Uh, and I felt it so strongly. Me too. It was hard to stop myself. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It was something else. Yeah. That, that feeling that I, I I need to go up there. Yeah. And I, and I got to tell you, like I, um, like I said in the past, so if it's interesting because if you if you go to churches, so there's this one church I used to go to L.A. that had a lot of like gangbanger types that were young um, African-American community. Mm-hmm. And I, over a period of months, would see a number of those kids come back up to the altar. And I feel like it's because they, they fell away and they feel like they had to come back. Mm-hmm. And there was often a lot of the older people that were going up to the altar call with them, laying hands on them, praying over them, intercessor as intercessors like that. So I think there's also that spirit in an altar call where others come alongside them and want to pray for others to come to the altar of salvation um, and strengthen the brethren that are there at that first, at the first altar call for them. I think we need to answer Corinne's question about the altar call because there's probably a pit. What is it? She asked, a, she asked a question, yeah. what is an altar call? Like altar call? Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. Okay, there's sorry a lot of people about that, that probably brain. don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, so um, an altar call is uh, pastors will ask from the stage, who wants to be led in the sinner's prayer? So should I say what the sinner's prayer is, Corrine? Um, I'm just going to do it, right? Because she's asking, so I'll just say what the sinner's prayer is. Well, first, yeah, but just like this for those who have not given their life to Jesus Christ. Right. So for those uh, that have not given their life to Jesus Christ or pastors that um, feel led to bring people to the altar so that they could receive Jesus Christ, it's a very simple prayer. And so it's, it's known as the sinner's prayer. It's basically asking a person, um, do you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins to be forgiven, um, went to the grave, rose again, um, 
to make you in right standing with God, and there's all different ways of saying this, and that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, um, and that you wish to spend an eternity with him after the day of judgment. So I've heard I've heard pastors mention the spending an eternity. I've heard pastors not mention it. But the key is repentance, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repenting from your sins, believing he died and rose again from the grave to pay the price for your sins, and that you accept him as your Lord and Savior. So that's what we are describing as the altar call um, for anybody else who doesn't. Um, who hasn't experienced that. And then they welcome you to the family. And then they welcome you to the family. And um, they give you, usually at the church, they'll give you a Bible to take home. Yes. uh, So that you can begin to read it. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that's your beginning as a a born again believer. Amen. And as Dave says, it's a public profession of faith. Yep. And uh, Corinne says, and I'm a lover of reading, prefer to read, turn the pages. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, I, I just felt the need to ask everyone who's watching if you wouldn't mind putting um, the the name of the church that you attend and what city it's in. Um, just maybe because what I felt, um, I don't know what I felt today, is that uh, there were people that wanted to know what church we were attending. And we've told people uh, uh, Calvary Chapel East Anaheim now, but we also attend Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, of course as everybody knows, um, as those are our two local churches. So um, to explain, and we love we are far in physical distance from Chino Hills. Pastor Jack is our pastor. We love him. We have lots of children and we need to root them in a church, in a local church. So we now go to East Anaheim so that we can attend as a family. It was too far to take the kids. They wanted to be around kids that they grow up with, go to school with, that are nearby, that they can make friends with. So. That's why we are physically at East Anaheim, though we still listen to Pastor Jack every week. So consider him our pastor. And if you don't attend a building, go to a building, who do you who do you watch? Who do you live stream? Or do you have a home church that you either have or do you go to? Yes. So Dave says he goes to Canyon del Oro Bible Church in Tucson, Arizona. Okay, so let's address this thing with the issue with Kareen too. Hey man, where do I go? Kareen. Uh, either you can go to a, uh, a local church, you can go to East Anaheim, or you can come over here. I'd be happy to lead you in the sinner's prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Andy would would love, love to welcome you to the family of God. So um, yeah. do not hesitate to reach out. I know we live close to each other. We can meet you at Starbucks. You can come over to the house um, anytime. And uh, in case you want to go to East Anaheim, um, we've been there now, what, three months, you think? And there's been two altar calls. Two altar calls. Yeah. So, so it doesn't happen every week. It's hard to predict when. When. But they, they do occur there. So maybe begin showing up to East Anaheim too. Yes. Where but else we got there? Do not hesitate. We will, you you text me and tomorrow I will meet you <laughs> uh, <laughs> to go through that. We can even do it over the internet. But. Oh, this is uh, Carrie News watches uh, Chino Hills online. Yes. It's housebound. Kevin goes to Four Winds Church. How do you say it? Livonia? Uh, Livonia. Livonia. Hey, Kevin. Nice to see you. Fourwindslove.org. Awesome. This is cool seeing where everybody goes. Paso Calvary Chapel, Paso Robles, California. Awesome. Uh, Home is her home church, but she also watches Pastor Jack on TV. And Pastor Mark. And Pastor Mark. Yay. 
Corrine, East Anaheim. Been east a, side Anaheim. Oh, East side Anaheim. Been a year or longer now. I'm ready. Good. Amen. Good. Morrison Park Campground, Glasgow, Glasgow Kentucky. Kentucky. Wow. How That's cool. cool. Yeah. When she's in Tennessee working camping, I go to New Heights Church in Goodlitzville. That's a cool name. Yeah. Goodlitzville, Tennessee. Yvonne Livestreams, uh, Pastor Jack, J.D. Farage. Yeah. Pastor Chris Palmer from Cumberland Worship Center. I've seen that. Oh, cool. I think it's from her, from Yvonne. We've seen it. Yeah. I like this one. Hibernia Baptist in Fleming Island. Oh. That's a cool name. Yeah, we want to go there. I'm not really Baptist, but it's the closest in my beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Dave says, my wife's birthday's in March, and she insists to take her to Chino for her birthday, and I'm going uh, to tell her about that shirt. She will want one. <laughs> oh, my God, you have to bring her down. It's really, it's such an awesome experience, and, and I love people who come for the first time and visit. They love it. Uh, they always have a good time. Uh, so I think that's a great idea. You should definitely come down. We should bring Mariama on. <laughs> on. I knew well, I didn't know you were still on, Mariama. That was the time to lead her in prayer, please. Amen. Uh, Kareen, if you're, uh, I, you know, I really felt that myself, Mariama. So, Kareen, if you, um, if you want to be led in the in the prayer uh, to receive Christ tonight, uh, please just mention it below so that um, she I says can she's that. ready. Yeah, I, I, I'm, it's going back and forth the conversations. So yeah. I don't know if she's ready, meaning she. <laughs> wants to meet later or whatever, but please just confirm for us that you want to do the sinner's prayer. Now you want to receive Christ now. And I will, we will do that. Uh, Kathy saying, I listen to pastor JD Farage in Hawaii. Yes. Cowboy chapel and pastor Jack Hibbs and pastor Tom Hughes. Tom Hughes. I think we watched him too. Where's Tom Hughes. I remember watching him doing something. One of the times I was doing research. Kareen says, yes. Do you want to bring up the the sinner's prayer? Or do you want to do it from memory? Which whose sinner's prayer are you going to bring up? Just I tell you us want to Google one. Just <laughs> <laughs> to make sure. You don't um, want me to leave any words out? Is that I don't know. I'm just I'm asking you because I could do that while you were talking her through what it is that you want her to do. Uh, I could do that. Oh, this okay. is awesome. Yes, I'm so excited, Kareen. That's awesome because it is. Oh, it is so important to have um, the surety of knowing um, that you have received Christ and that you know that you will spend an eternity in his presence because uh, it is not just this life that we live for, but um, the promise of, of an eternity um, that we die once. <laughs> uh, okay, born twice, die once. Which one do you want me to click on? Okay, let's go. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't read them. I gotta. I gotta tell it from my heart. Okay. okay. So repeat. Uh, repeat after me. Um, three. Dear Lord, um, I have come to the end of myself, and I realize I am a sinner in need of a savior. I am a sinner in need of a savior, Lord. I uh, turn to you, and I know that you. Um, died and rose again from the grave to save me from my sins so that I may have right standing with God. And Lord, I accept you. I accept this free gift of salvation here today 
I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And that I wish to spend an eternity in your presence. Lord, I repent of my sins and turn of my ways. And accept you as my Lord and Savior. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank Amen. you, Lord. Thank you. So it's 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 basically the the importance of so it's not the exact words, Corrine. It's the it's the intent. It's basically saying in your heart, and I just I just recommend that you um kneel, get in a quiet space and be like, Lord, I I I know now in my heart who you are, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I turn from my my old ways and I receive you now. Um, and I ask for the Holy spirit, the indwelling of the Holy spirit, um, to change my life. So it's, it's, it's you really feeling that you are receiving him and that you're believing him for salvation and that you intend to change and that you intend to walk with him. And so it's, um, it, that's God willing what, um, will bring you to that right standing with God and that it will give you the surety of knowing um, where you will spend an eternity and knowing that he is um, your Lord and Savior. Amen. That was great. Amen. That was great. That go okay? Yeah. Okay. I was a little <laughs> caught off guard. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I got nervous. That's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> well, no, it isn't. But it's not isn't i'm just saying a couple of words it's really i mean you can get in your head about it yes. thinking it's a lot of responsibility but it's really a work of the holy spirit like this is this is about kareen's walk with the lord and we're all just witnesses of of this um great uh this great experience of another member coming to the kingdom yes welcome to the family kareen hallelujah yes and may it be a May it be a source of great, tremendous blessings in your life. Not without its challenges, but um, it's a, the best adventure ever. <laughs> Carrie says, welcome to the family. I got to tell you about Corrine. Uh, she's in our Signal group, which is an online message group. Yes. Of uh, people who want to make a change here in uh, the Placentia Yorba Linda Unified School District and uh, has joined their group that um, is really interested in doing all she all we can to do that and kareen has made commitments she's already given to people's um, uh, you know of herself for people's campaigns uh you know whether it's for uh, city council or school board members she's asking how she can help uh, she she's on fire and uh, uh i know leandra blades who is our, our school board president um school board uh, yeah, president um, loves her and is really appreciative of, of what Corrine has been adding. Yeah, to and Corrine, you're close to us, so please, um, we message us so me, you, and Andy can sit down and have coffee um, sometime and just talk. Mm -hmm. Love to get to know you. I told you, I, I uh, we just happened to sit kind of near each other at one of the football games at the oh yeah the varsity football team. But I wasn't there, so I but didn't you get a chance. No, no, no. I was just so saying. I can't leave I, all the chatting to you. <laughs> I know you, Mr. Popular, and you get to chat with everybody, but I need to get in on this action, too. You're welcome. I didn't do much. You uh, uh, did all the work. Um, but, uh, yeah, we love Jesus, too. Jesus is um, has changed 
everything <laughs> about our world, our life, our children's <laughs> lives. Um, he's been so powerful um, and so giving Amen. Uh, to us. We're just so thankful. I mean, just, I mean, you know, I have no idea what happens outside the studio with the kids and the, the, the things that um, we've pray, been praying for. He's just has led us um, through everything, through the storm. Amen. Like Peter. Uh, and Karine says, that sounds great. Great. Wow. Thank I don't you. even know what we do now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all. It's 52 minutes. I think we could, we could uh, let everybody go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've had some pretty good highlights. It's been, uh, I mean, just having our friends that join us on a regular basis is a kind of the newer highlight, I think, of, because we've had people from time to time that have kind of been around and some people longer than others, but it's, we've had this, it's almost like a, um, uh, it's like a family yes. of people that watch. It's like a, it's like a church yeah, of people that have been joining. Uh, and then that one, some time ago, we had the, uh, the young man who's 14 years old, who was a, uh, in Islam Muslim. and, gave uh, and gave his life to Christ and his dad on our show. And then a couple of days later, he brought his dad on the show and, uh, he gave his life to Jesus Christ. Amen. So, um, we're very fortunate God has given us this opportunity to do that. And so we're so thankful. So it's all thanks to Jesus, everything that uh, goes on here. May, may he receive all the glory. Yeah. All right. Do we have uh, a prayer we want to close out with? Some people that need prayer? I think we will. The, the most important thing we were praying for was Kareen. And we did. <laughs> That's done. <laughs> Now maybe God willing the Bible reading will be easier. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's what I tell Nick, and I said last night. I tell Nick, my the guy that uh, my coach at the uh, at the gym. Um, it, it's it's not easy. It, God didn't say anything that we were going to be doing uh, while walking with Him was going to be easy. He didn't tell that to the disciples, obviously. Um, but it's not. But it's worth every minute of the, um, whatever struggle it may be, it's worth everything. So, uh, push through. And as you give it more time and put more dedication into it, it gets easier and easier. And when you see the miracles, you just want to do it more and then it, it <laughs> stops being work. It becomes, um, a new way of living. And, uh, I love it. It's, it's been amazing. Same, Amen. Right. Absolutely. All right, my friends, how about a quick prayer to close out on? Yes. Ah, oh, Lord, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this wonderful opportunity uh, to welcome Corrine into the family of believers, Lord. We ask that you send your Holy Spirit, that you fall fresh on her, that you fill her heart uh, with knowledge, with wisdom, with discernment, with love, with joy, with the fruit of the Spirit, Lord, uh, gentleness, kindness, forbearance, self-control. Um, give her courage and boldness to preach the gospel. Um, may she be a light for her family members, for her loved ones, for her neighbors, for her community. We know she already is um, so dedicated and um, wants what's best for our community, Lord. Now, um, may she be filled with the spirit and share that with others as well, Lord. Um, we're so grateful to welcome her into the kingdom, and we know she's going to do great and amazing things. Thank you for this entire family of believers, Lord. We we ask that you continue to expand uh, your kingdom here on earth, Lord, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we're so grateful that we are members and we ask that you draw our family members closer to you, those who do not yet know you and those who are not necessarily walking with you, Lord, that you will draw them close, send them dreams and visions. You will speak to their hearts. You will uh, renew them and refresh them with the spirit, Lord. And all those who need healing, 
Lord, as you know, there are many of us that are suffering from one ailment or another. Lord, we ask that you rest uh, your healing hand upon them and that you rejuvenate their cells and rejuvenate their bodies and bring a supernatural healing. We love you, Lord. We offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. May you be pleased um, with your servants. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Whew. Yeah, I like what Yvonne says too. Strengthen her and make your word real to her. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. <laughs> Yvonne says, uh, someone getting saved is hard to follow. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Uh, all right, my We friends. love you guys. Thank you. you. God bless. Bye.